Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Grant Leonard, Queens men's basketball coach to the program. Saw you grabbing some Bojangles. Thought we could have you over. We appreciate you stopping What's by. What's going on, Coach? Thank you for having me. Oh, yeah. We appreciate you stopping by. I did not mean to – well, I guess I did. I texted you. So I did mean to stop your day and, and enjoy uh, eating some Bojangles and watching the Big South tournament. What would you get? What's your go-to order at Bojangles? Uh, definitely Bowberry biscuits. I mean, you can never go wrong with those. No, you uh, can't. They're so I, good. We do a lot of breakfast stuff with them, so the Cajun biscuits always my my go-to breakfast biscuit. I usually get two because it's just it's 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 bad, but I'll get the bacon, egg, and cheese, and then I'll also get the Cajun fillet. Uh, let's talk about your season. It ended against Kennesaw State in the A Sun tournament. You lost 67 to 66, but I think. Overall success, and look, I know coaches are always going to win all the games, right? I totally understand. But talking about Queens basketball, before you guys moved up to Division One, I, I was one championing saying, yeah, they belong. I mean, I, they are going to make some noise in the A-Sun. And if you like college basketball, that conference is absolutely awesome with guys like Darius McGee, Liberty, watching Kennesaw State. Overall, what do you make of your first year at the D1 level? I thought it was a really successful first year. Uh, foundation was built. Uh, a lot of firsts, uh, a lot of really good firsts. You know, you talk about winning the first game versus Marshall. Uh, an upset, Marshall had a great year. We went to our first MT in Jamaica and won that. Uh, we, we won two bye games, which is kind of unheard of for low major teams. And then, and then to win our first A-Sun game, coming behind 16 points down in the second half to beat Austin P. Uh, and then progressing through and beating Kennesaw, who's the number one seed on their home floor, to qualify for the conference tournament, and then to win a game in the conference tournament. A lot of firsts, a lot of success, something to build on. But in the end, we, we are a championship-driven program, and, and we, need to, we need to raise our bar if we're going to win ace on championships. Something you feel like you learned the most with this jump to Division One? Yeah, the positional size is considerably different from Division One, Division Two. II. Division Two, I, I don't think that we are undersized overall. We might have been at one or two positions, but overall our size was really good. And at Division One, we were lighter a little bit smaller, a little bit lighter in every position. And that's something as we transition forward that we have to we have to change on our roster. Coach, how many things you coming in, in in the first season, how many objectives did you have? How many of those did you hit this year? And what's your number one thing you're going to be looking to uh, attack as your offseason uh, when it begins? Yeah, I think we hit almost every one of our goals except for we were just below 500 in conference. Um, that was that was a goal of ours that we didn't actually hit. Um, we actually qualified for the CBI. Our, our roster's a little bit worn down, so we're actually not going to do that. But overall, we hit almost every single one of our goals. Winning season in non-conference, we went 10-3. and three. Uh, Making the conference tournament, did that. Winning a game in the conference tournament, we did that. And so a lot of, a lot of great things. Going forward, um, we have to address that positional size in recruiting uh, because I do believe that's the one thing that we need to get us in the top top third of the league is just to be a little bit bigger at each position. Um, we actually out-rebounded our opponents, but it was a dogfight to do so, and, and we need we need to build our margins a little bit higher. Coach, I wanted to know, too, 
coaching at a school like Queens, when you go out to recruit, how do you pinpoint the guys that are specifically for your program? Because you know you have the kids there. They want to go to the D1s. You may go out. You may see a, there may be a kid that's there that's maybe going to Charlotte and a kid there that may be going to North Carolina, Duke, or something like that. How do you guys identify guys that you know that you have a good shot to get? Yeah, I mean, we're, we're looking for guys that, that, you know, obviously when you see a player that's going to go to North Carolina or Duke, they look a little different than everyone. They're bigger, right? They look like NBA players. Uh, and we got to get guys that maybe have one or two things that they're lacking right now, but that can be built upon to get to that level, if that makes sense. So if they're a little skinny, uh, maybe they can put on some weight. Uh, if they're not, if they if they look like that level player, maybe they don't shoot, but they have the form to maybe get there. So it's just taking guys that have a flaw or two that are correctable long term, and our program has done a really good job with that. You know, we've had ended up with now 27 guys in the last nine years have had pro contracts. Our point guard this year, Kenny Dye, is every which way being hit up by a bunch of agents, and he'll he'll for sure be a long term pro. Uh, but when Kenny was recruited. Nobody thought he was a pro, but he developed. He put on weight, he worked on his outside jump shot, and he became and worked his way into someone who's an elite-level player. And that's what we're looking for, guys that are workers. Almost every single one of our kids that was in our rotation was a public school kid from the South. And think about that. Every all-league kid we've had in the last 10 years since I've been here has been a public school kid from the South. And so that's kind of where, where we've found our niche is kind of kind of under-recruited guys at public schools uh, that are really hungry to, for more. Well, and you talk about Kenny Dye. I asked Bart Lundy before he left just about how important he was, and he said, look, when he leaves, I might consider retiring. Now, he moved on before he had to deal with the loss of Kenny. He absolutely gave that responsibility to you now, Coach. So what do you do now that a leader, I mean, one of, you could argue the best player of all time, especially with all the records that he has at Queens. What do you do now that he's gone? Uh, Don't retire. I'm not yeah. saying retire. I'm just asking what you do now. <laughs> you know, you can't replace Kenny one for one. You know, I'm not going to go in, a, in, in, in recruiting and get a kid who's as good as Kenny. Uh, but we have to do it collectively. You know, it's a guy like A.J. McKee last year was an eight-point-a-game score. This year, 17 a game. And so we have to continue to develop our roster so those other guys that were not Kenny this year have to get better. We have to get a, a good player or two, you know, to replace Kenny. And it has to be done from within. Uh, but it's very possible because before there was Kenny Dye, there was Jamari Smith who we had to replace. Before there was Jamari Smith, there was Daniel Carr. Before that, it was Sean Willett. Before that was Todd Withers. Uh, and so we've always been able to replace from within through development. Uh, the character of our guys and the work ethic they have has always been able to figure that out. Well, and, and you talk about recruiting, too. I wanted to discuss just your philosophy on analytics a little bit more. So it's such a hot-button issue for a lot of people that I feel like don't understand it and then also don't like it even if they don't understand it thoroughly. You guys embrace it. I mean, you guys recruit based off of analytics a lot, and it's not the overarching 100% thing that you have to abide by, but it's certainly a big part of the way that you do things at Queens. Why do you embrace analytics so much as it pertains to this day and age of basketball? Well, I grew up in a math family. My dad's an engineer. My wife's a math teacher. <laughs> uh, and so I, I'm a bit of a math nerd myself. Uh, but but math can be scary for some people, so I like to avoid it. I like to say, well, that's just my gut feeling is is I want to do this. But but I like to have that gut feeling, but have numbers behind it. Why did you take that shot? Is that the best shot we could get? What is the best shot our team can get consistently, and why? And so and then teaching our guys what that looks like. 
you know, everyone says the mid-range is dead. Well, it's not. We take a few of them, but we take the right ones for the right guys. But in the end, we all know the highest value shots, layups, free throws, and wide open threes. So if we can get those, we're going to take them. That'd be like someone saying, I don't want to take a first down in football. Like, why would you not want to take a first down? I'll take a first down, I'll take a first down, I'll take a first down every time. I'm going to whittle them down, and I'm going to keep making the right play. So that's all we're trying to do is to, to figure out how to get the, the most efficient shots as often as possible, to teach our guys how to train to get those shots, to have our offense be built around getting those shots. But then in the end, we do have a player or two who needs to take shots that aren't analytically great, and that's part of the game. Congratulations on an awesome first season. That is Grant Leonard joining us here at the 2023 Hercules Tire Big South Basketball Championships. Basketball doesn't stop. Doesn't matter if you're not in the Big South. You come out here and you eat some Bojangles and you watch some basketball here in the Queen City. Coach, thanks so much for stopping Coach, thank by. thank you, man. Yeah, thank you for having me, guys. Appreciate it.